Thundercats. Go! Right? That's what it was. Thundercats go? I thought it was. I was about to say that, but then that didn't seem dramatic enough. Thundercats was such a goddamn dramatic show. It was. Moomra, the ever living. <laughs> anyway. Hello. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Welcome back to the Heady Conversations with Scott and Miranda. We are back, bitches. Yeah. What up? <laughs> um, after a few months doing different things and being different places and occupying ourselves this way and that. Um, we are back to talk to you about some cannabis happenings in Maryland and elsewhere. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we missed you. We did. <laughs> we we, we, we kind of missed each other, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you've been traveling and seeing the world. And you've been restarting a business. Uh, and yeah, restarting a business. Doing Pilates. Doing Pilates. <laughs> and other things. Um, yeah, we, you know, it was, it was a summer, it's been a fall, uh, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> um. To bring you the good news. Yes, lots of good news, uh, and some not so great news around the country yeah. as well, but, but mostly good news. Absolutely. The ball continues to, uh, get a little bit bigger and pick up a little more steam with every state that, uh, legalizes adult use, and here we are in Maryland. As state number 20. And then uh, the morning after. Missouri was 21. Yep. Um, So, and that, to be clear, that is adult use, right? So when we mention adult use, or as some people say, recreational, Mm -hmm. uh, what we're talking about is you no longer have to go to a doctor and get certified and, you know, go through the the hoops and... The rigmarole. The rigmarole. And, and, uh, yeah, all that other stuff um, involved with um, getting yourself a card and... You know, in some places that comes with giving up rights in regards to firearms. Like or, here in Maryland. Right. Yeah. Uh, or um, employment restrictions. Absolutely. Uh, some places just say straight up um, that if you have your medical card, they don't uh, they don't want you working there because of yep. insurance reasons or what have you. Um, because, you know, even though your condition may be protected, there's still insurance requirements and things right. like that the companies have to follow if you're giving people test rides for example or just driving heavy machinery yep operating CDL, heavy machinery. Anyway. anyway so yeah 21 states with the addition of um, maryland and missouri um if we're going chronologically or alphabetically <laughs> either way uh three states on the other hand said no thank you Cannabis, yeah. we're not quite ready for that level of uh, freedom and uh, relaxation yet. And all three <laughs> of those states have medical cannabis. Right. Um, Arkansas, North Dakota, and South Dakota. So And probably have fucking prescription pain problems, too. <laughs> Pills, rather. You I know? can guarantee that with Arkansas. Right. I, I, I know <laughs> I've heard about Arkansas, and we're not, obviously, laughing at people's no. addictions or... No. You know the use of pharmaceuticals instead, but it's just ridiculous how people continue to vote against their own self-interest and allow yeah. you know people like big tobacco and big pharma, big pharma to 
control the conversation and keep up the fear mongering, the, the reefer madness style. It's so weird. You know, I saw one quote from one of the, I think there were only two people here in Maryland um, that went on record as opposing the referendum. <laughs> and one of them said, you know, my family member had never used cannabis in the past and within six months was using cannabis every day. We're creating addicts. First of all, there's a real good chance that your family member has used cannabis in the past or yeah. was regularly using cannabis already. Right. You know, I mean, we know that the usage numbers of people, regardless of whether it's a state that has uh, medicinal or adult use or, or neither. Neither, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. The use numbers <laughs> tend to be about the same. You don't see huge spikes in use. When, when these things get legalized. For sure. Um, you obviously see a spike in numbers because people feel more comfortable um, coming out and admitting their usage. But um, very rarely are you finding people... We both worked in the industry. Absolutely. We dealt with patients on a regular basis. All day long. It was pretty <laughs> rare to get a patient that would come up to you and say... I've never smoked before. I've never done anything, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I've never eaten an edible. I've never smoked. I've never, you know, I am unfa... What's this crazy thing called cannabis? What, what is this crazy weed that I'm hearing all hey, about? Hey, Jack, y'all sell the reefers? <laughs> Hit me to what's going down. Um, yeah, no, it's just not a thing. Most people walk in and they tell you, like, this ain't my first rodeo. But I don't know about indica and sativa. I don't do know about terpenes. Yeah. I don't, you know, like my dude had sour diesel for three years straight. Like that's all I know. <laughs> you know, like or or the the magical. I had an edible once. Right. I don't know what the dosage was. Yeah, but I, I was I like wanna, laid out for four days. Yeah, I don't want to mess with edibles because I once at a party. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. Um, look, they're not for everybody. They're not, but yeah. if your bud tender is educated and can educate you on how to properly dose yourself, there shouldn't be too much of a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we won the vote 65% to 35. Yep. We spanked that vote home. That is a mandate for sure. <laughs> uh, and now it is, um, up to the legislators to, do the tough work of molding the final legislation that will go into um, law come July. Exactly. Uh, or I guess go into law in... It starts in January. January. But the rest of it follows July 1st. Right. Like, I think the only thing that goes into act in January is the civil fines for over 2.5 ounces of cannabis. Right. So let's get this. Straight. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, a, a lot of people were reaching out to me the day after the vote saying, what dispensary should I go to? And I'm like, Oh, it's you got legal, your yeah. card. Yeah. And they're like, I don't need my card anymore. And I'm like, bruh. <laughs> it's the same conversation we've been having for years, essentially. <laughs> right. Um, and they're like, no, no, no. But I heard, and I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> referendum passed, but uh, wait, there's more. Um, there, Seven there's, months more. Yeah, there's more work to be done. There's uh, The devil is in the details, as they say. We mm -hmm. still don't know exactly 
what the legislation is going to look like once it gets, um, you know, voted into law. Uh, the legislature has the directive from the people of Maryland to make it legal for people above the age of 21 to go purchase cannabis uh, without a medicinal license. That is all that got voted on. Yep. Basically. Um, You know, there are some more specifics in regards to, uh, you know, the amount that people can have. Uh, 1.5 to 2.5 ounces or 12 grams of concentrates Mm -hmm. Um, and you know amounts over that still do carry criminal penalties Um, so it's not like you can just roll around town with an ounce of weed um, in each pocket and um, in your glove box and in your trunk and right and that's you know there's limits that's the thing like they're not going to be coming to your house checking for two ounces of weed this is just you carrying it on your person while you're out and about right Um, because you know they still want to make sure that people are not illegally distributing or transporting or you know whatever else right so Um, those are punishable by up to six months in jail or a fine of a thousand dollars right for now so you know in theory um everything's getting a little bit better (laughs) um people can begin to um petition expungement for their crimes uh i know that's one of the things that starts in january versus uh having to wait to t- until july for july is just um when it is predicted for sales to start right. in adult use dispensaries um and when the uh it will be legal to grow right um, that number on growing uh, is still, unfortunately, right now at two plants. But Two plants per household. Right. Yeah, we uh, clarified that. Miranda was smart enough to have the question, is it two plants per person or per household? Because obviously, um, if you live with your partner, if you live with roommates, right. if you live with multiple partners <laughs> exactly, or multiple roommates... Um, the question becomes, uh, you know, can each patient grow their own medicine or each person right. in general? And unfortunately, the way it looks currently is that it's per household. I'm hoping there's going to be some wiggle room on that. Right. Well, we all need to reach out to our legislators uh, before this thing gets officially, you know, defined and put into process. So start now and express. How we want this thing to go. Uh, I was mentioning to Miranda, uh, you know, the other state that we talked about is Missouri. And the um, grow allotments in Missouri make way Way more more sense sense to how cannabis is actually grown. Um, You know, we've talked before in the past on this show about why uh, we feel like two plants is not enough. And it's, it's simple science, right? Cannabis... Um, if, if you don't know anything about growing cannabis um, for yourself or in a commercial setting or what have you, um, you don't just grow cannabis from seed to bud necessarily every time around right? and start from scratch and go until, you know, harvest and curing um, without uh, some, some help from existing plants. Right. 
So the way growing cannabis usually works is that you've got a mother plant and you use that plant to produce clones and then you use mm-hmm. those clones to grow your flower, uh, your bud, um, and then at the end of the growing cycle, you dispose of those plants, but you still keep that original plant, that quote-unquote mother, mother plant, mm-hmm. to draw additional clones off of. Now, you might have a, a clone in particular in, in a certain batch that produces really good bud or that looks really good or exhibits um, you know, traits or expressions of the phenotype that you haven't seen before that you really like, and you might decide to make that your new mother plant, or you might decide to make that an additional mother plant. There's lots of different ways exactly. that you can get into, and this is how the companies do it too, right? You see... You know, all of a sudden, this strain that you had um, for years that expressed to you in a certain way, made mm-hmm. you feel a certain way, had a certain terp profile, all of a sudden has this different terp profile and is giving you different effects when you smoke it. There's a chance that maybe they lost that mother plant, you know, right. or maybe they just decided to take that strain in a different direction. And, you know, found a pheno expression, you know, amongst the plants that they grew that they decided to now make the new clones from. Um, this is how growing cannabis works. <laughs> yeah, and it's very cyclical. I mean, all, all plant growing and harvesting is cyclical. So the idea of having two plants, one might not make it. Right. Um, your yep. other one might have some troubles. So then what? you're kind of stuck with two not so great plants that aren't really thriving or giving you anything and no backup. Yeah. I was stupid enough to get into an (laughs) internet argument, um, with someone on a Facebook group the other day and, you know, their comment was, well, you know, don't you know how much you can get off of two plants? (laughs) Okay, lots of people are going to be growing this for plant for the first time. For the first time in their lives, right? It's not like using cannabis. Lots of people have used cannabis. Very few people have grown cannabis exactly. beyond, you know, a lot of people have grown cannabis in the sense that they got a seed in their bag from their buddy and they threw it in a pot in the planter and they put it in a windowsill and like 2 weeks later walked by and went, "Holy shit." <laughs> I'm growing weed. Well, kind of. Um, Yes, technically, uh, there is a cannabis plant growing in your windowsill. But But. the difference between doing that and growing a plant that you're going to get four to eight ounces from, let alone pounds. You know, I literally saw these people say, you can get pounds pounds. off of every plant. Um, If... If you've yes. got a great if, plant going. Right. If you live in Humboldt, California, <laughs> in the fucking Golden Triangle, and you, you can let your plants get eight foot tall right. and and 12 foot round, then yes, you can absolutely produce pounds from your plants. Like what? But our ceilings in, in Baltimore are what? Maybe nine feet, ten if, feet high. If you live in an old row house, yeah, <laughs> you, you might be lucky enough to have some 12 or 14 footers on some different levels. Or if you live in a a Charles Village brownstone or something. But yeah, for the most part, (laughs) people are dealing with size constraints. People are going to be dealing with, 
you know, it's part of the law, just like it, it is in every other place that allows people to grow cannabis, and just as it should be, that it's going to have to be out of the view of the public. Yep. It's going to have to be, uh, well... Out of, out, of, out of the view of anyone under the age of 21. Right. Uh, you know, stuff, stuff is... Basically, you're going to have to be more careful with your cannabis plants than you are with your guns. Or your beer. Um, <laughs> or your beer. Or your tobacco. <laughs> Um, even though it's arguable that uh, cannabis is the least harmful of any of those things. Uh, but anyway, uh, the point being, um, yes, there are going to be rules and regulations, uh, but we are going to be allowed to grow. Um, in Missouri, the way their system is set up is they're allowed to have six flowering plants, six non-flowering See, plants and then six plants that are under 14 inches um so basically what they're saying is you're allowed to have uh plants that are in a vegetation stage you're allowed to have plants that are in yep. flowering stage and then you're allowed to have your mother plants um but you can't let your mother plants grow to be you right. know the size of of hedges <laughs> you have to keep them to a reasonable size uh, to, to prove that you're using them as, as mother plants, that you're not trying and to get over on the system. That's the situation that makes the most sense because you do have your full growth cycle in front of you that, with all of those plants. That is one of the most reasonable grow allowances yes. <laughs> I've seen in the United States. And especially for medical patients. I, yeah, I can't think of another state that has a, a better understanding of, of how the way cannabis the way. is supposed to be yeah. grown in order to give people the variety of medicine and the amount of medicine um and and allow for like you said which is something that you know honestly i hadn't even think a, a thought of until you said it but yeah you have to prepare for pests you have to prepare yeah. for mold you have to prepare for just making mistakes and overwatering over watering, or watering, over fertilizing, right. um, giving them too much nutrition, not enough light, not enough light, not you enough know, air. We're, I mean, we're all going to be making lots of mistakes yes. as we stumble through our first and second and maybe even third and fourth grows. Absolutely. We um, are. So, yeah, there's going to be a learning curve and allowing people to grow enough plants to account for the losses that will be an mm -hmm. inevitable part of that learning curve for some of us um, is a uh, kind and, uh, you know, Absolutely. compassionate way to structure the law. Yeah, I mean, so. I grow a lot of my own plants. I'm not saying I don't grow cannabis currently, but I will once I'm legally able to. But, I mean, I grow some weird... I'm an orchid freak, like... I love my tropical poisonous plants. I've got a weird cultivation situation going on in this house. Um, but my poisonous plants are also for medicinal use. Anyway. Um, but they're very, very needy and very delicate. And if one thing is off, if you're using tap water as opposed to distilled water, I mean, there are certain things that are so important to fuck up and easy to fuck up that you don't want to make those mistakes with very expensive seeds and or starter plants. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how plants are handled What the, what the law is going to be. Yeah. Are you going to have to register them? Like, are they going to have to be scanned? Oh, I doubt that. Uh, I just curious. meant whether, cause some States you're allowed to, 
uh, trade or sell plants and some states you're not. Right. Like I know a friend of mine in California said that they added a plant onto their delivery order the last oh, time right they on. ordered <laughs> because they wanted to go ahead and... I think Colorado has them for sale. Like little starters. I don't know. I haven't... dispensaries? I haven't been to Colorado in... Been a minute. Yeah, I don't know. Five years now? Something like that. So the industry's yeah. definitely changed since I was there. I didn't see plants on the menu when I was there, but that doesn't mean they didn't exist at other dispensaries I didn't go to. Or for sure. From, you know, uh, I know what I've heard of a lot happening in states where it's legal is that the grow shops will actually have plant giveaways, right? Because they want people to show up and buy tents and lights and right, right, hydroponic right. systems and whatever have you. So they will arrange for, you know, an organization to come through and actually do a that seed or a me. plant or sometimes both. You know, a lot of times they'll have like 50 plants while well, those plants go pretty quickly. Um, and right. then it's like seeds after that. But that's what I'm curious to see. Yeah, uh, I'm curious to see how it's all going to be. Because obviously, um, clones are much easier for people. Uh, because clones, in theory, have already been sexed. You know, so you should already know that it's a female plant. You should, you know, not that female seeds aren't a thing now, but those are, again, more expensive. Mm-hmm. You, you pay for the convenience of auto flower. You pay for um, what they call feminized seeds. Mm -hmm. Um, And you, you know, there's a certain amount of guarantee that comes with the money you're spending for those seeds when you spend the money for auto flower or Or feminized. feminized. Yeah. It's, um, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. I'm, uh, and what changes happen before we get to the point where we can grow. Right. So, so, yeah, I, I know after reading that Missouri legislation, I will absolutely be reaching out to my um, legislators and telling them that's what I want. You need to fix it. I want six, six and six. <laughs> Make it happen. Cause that's, I'll take four, four and four. And, but... I, and I think that I think the science supports it. It does. Well, I mean, shit, I would take two, two and two for a total of six. But, yeah. you know, that because to me, that's kind of the bare minimum. I agree. Especially six plants to me is. I think the industry is concerned. I don't give a fuck. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think the industry is concerned that their profit margin is going to drop once home grow drops in. Yeah. And to a certain extent, yeah, because some people, you know, I mean, there are certain strains that I seek out. The amount that they're going to pick up from adult use. Oh, and Being taxed legal. adult use. Right. Because you're looking at probably between 20 to 30% tax on that. Well, but that, I mean, that goes to the state. Yeah. In theory, the the companies are still going to charge the same... If not more. ...wholesale... Well, I mean... It depends on... I don't know. Because I know... It's going to... Things are going to get more competitive. Michigan weed is less expensive than Maryland weed. In their wreck situation i believe that's what i remember i don't know i'll be going to michigan soon i was recently (laughs) in california um and did spend a pretty penny on some cannabis out there but really i mean for the amount of product 
that we got. So I was out there with my lady friend uh, attending a friend's wedding. And the place where we were staying, um, because the threat of wildfires, Mm -hmm. you weren't allowed to smoke anything, uh, let alone cannabis. So we got a couple of disposables um, for ourselves and for the... Uh, the brides uh, because they had forgotten to uh, go to the the cannabis store before they headed out to that area but um, yeah so we got a couple disposables I think we got two half grams uh, one was live resin um, the other two were and that was like a point three the other two were half grams mm-hmm. and they were just concentrate I got a drink uh, we actually got several drinks so we got some Pabst adult seltzers thc seltzers hey yeah it was it was you know i love a seltzer i'm not gonna lie i don't love most of them so i was pleasantly (laughs) surprised that i actually found these to be i mean i would have drank them anyway because they were thc right but i actually enjoyed them both i don't mine was blood orange mango Mm. and hers was that sounds delicious pineapple something or another pineapple passion fruit maybe i don't i definitely liked mine more than hers i was happy Mm -hmm. i'm i'm a slut for blood orange (laughs) anything it's the it's the italian in me uh forget about it there's blood orange i'm gonna get it uh and i actually got some there were some uh special edition halloween um live resin like starbursts that's uh, pretty and wicked. those were blood orange. They were yes, wicked, literally and <laughs> punaliciously. The the label had like a black cat and like That's a gargoyle. Yours. It was I dope, it. and they were. I mean, you could taste the meds in them. That's fine. Uh, and they. Oh no, I I love that. I shit. love that too. That's why whenever somebody asks me if if an edible tastes good, I'm like, eh, not the right person. I'm to not ask. the right person. <laughs> Because so many people will be like, oh, no, you t- it tastes like weed. And I'm like, well, yeah. That's what's in it. Like, I don't know. But I'm like I said, I'm, I'm yeah. the guy that will eat mushrooms straight up, too. I don't need to put it on make tea, tea or yeah. put it in spaghetti sauce or You're just wasting. You're anyway. just going to make fucking spaghetti sauce taste like nasty mushrooms. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> that to me. Like, why wouldn't you? Just eat the nasty mushrooms and eat the good tasting spaghetti sauce afterwards. Makes no sense to get the taste out of your mouth. Um, but moving back, yes. Um, no, just moving back to what we what we have to look forward to or have to write about. Yeah. Um, because you should be writing your legislators at this point. Um, if you are not one hundred percent happy with be, this, it would be great if those expungements were automatic for people. Oh my! God. It would be great if people didn't have to petition for that expungement. Yeah. So you can reach out to your legislator and tell them that that you want people's expungements to be automatic for a simple possession. Um, you know, this does not mean letting crime lords out of prison (laughs) you know this is not cartels or you know this is people that are locked up for you know ounces or because they were growing a a couple plants or you know whatever dumb shit like that yeah um you shouldn't have to jump through hoops and go out of your way to beg the court to take that off your record when it's now not an illegal offense anymore right yeah, people should just automatically get out of prison and not have their shit on their record. Um, some other things that got voted on throughout the country. 
in regards to cannabis uh, were just different counties in different places. Right. So Texas had Texas had a few votes. Uh, had a bunch of votes. Ohio had a bunch of votes. Um, and these are areas basically where, you know, as I was saying to Miranda, they, you know, you, you know that your state isn't ready to make the move to make cannabis legal or decriminalized. So you go ahead and do what places like DC and Baltimore and, you know, Portland and, you know, uh, long before cannabis was legal in these places, it was decriminalized. So if you were caught with, you know, up to an ounce and a half, it would only be a civil citation. If you were caught walking down the street, smoking a joint, it would just be a civil citation. Um, So, yes, a bunch of towns in Ohio and a bunch of towns in Texas went ahead and said, if you get caught with a certain amount of cannabis on your person or in the use of cannabis, it's just a civil ticket rather than a a criminal offense. Honestly. Right. I don't Nobody think... should be going to jail for weed anymore. Nope. Period. Never should have been and definitely should not continue to be. Yeah. So the expungement process um, requires the Maryland Department of Public Safety and Correctional Services to expunge the records by July 2024. Period. So you have a year. Yeah. Or no. Well, no, because that starts in January from what right. I understand. So you have a year and a half, basically. Individuals charged with the intent to distribute can also petition for expungement after serving three years of their sentence. So pretty much almost anybody in jail right now for cannabis distribution should probably be able to petition for expungement and release. Yeah. Period. No questions. I mean, should it be automatic? Absolutely. But it's not. So get on those. Get your friends to petition. Get, you know, paperwork in order. Get it pumping. Get it bumping. Let's get you out of jail (laughs) and those records expunged. Yeah. And let's make sure that these additional licenses that get added to, you know, uh, facilitate the increased numbers of customers. um, Those are supposed to be going to minorities and women supposed to be as we said minority can mean a lot of different things exactly um so let's hope that this round of minority contracts actually goes to black and brown people right uh (laughs) the people who have historically and uh currently (laughs) continue to be um that's the important thing to remember here folks is this is not you know, people forget. I was I was talking to a lady who lives in Tennessee, and we were talking about cannabis at a at a wedding I was at recently. And she said, "You know, I love the way you talk about this stuff." Blah 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 blah. Yada yada yada. Could you send me? No, no, I absolutely I cannot. cannot. <laughs> Just because it is legal for me to buy here does not mean it is legal for me to put in the mail and send to you. Because it is, A, still federally illegal. It is still illegal in your state. Right. right. Um, so, no, we can't do that. Uh, Things so, cannot cross state lines. <laughs> so it's important to remember just because it's legal for you or becoming legal for you does not mean it's legal for you to, 
take on a plane with you or to cross state lines with or to drive across state lines to purchase if you live in a state, you know. Um, and I'm not telling you not to do any of these things uh, because I would be a hypocrite if I did. Be aware that it is not legal for you to just, do so. Right. You know, you cannot immediately go out and start growing plants in your backyard. You cannot start growing them in your closet. You cannot start growing plants yet. Uh, that is not July. legal yet. Um, so, yeah, it's important to pay attention to when all this goes into effect, what it's actually going to mean when it goes into effect. Um, it's literally seven short months away. And in those seven months, you can totally educate yourself on how you want your grow to look, how you want to outfit it, what you want to outfit it with, the type of grow you want to have, and how to grow. That's an excellent point, right? There are all Do these your homework in those seven months. podcasts and video series and uh, books available. Um, there's no shortage of information and education available to you in this day and age um, about how to properly and um, productively grow your cannabis right. regardless of the size of space you have. Right. Uh, anything from, you know, the first book I ever read was The Closet Cultivator's Guide. Right. And that talks about how to grow with a two and a half foot <laughs> space. And that's what I did for a little while when I was 15. Um, once upon a time. But yeah. Anyway, uh, as wild. as Miranda said, this gives you time to educate and plan, you know, look into the types of seeds and figure out, uh, you know, for the size and for your needs and for your patience level, <laughs> what right. kind of plants are right for you to grow. Because not every single strain is easy to grow. Right. And all of the information that you need will be available on these websites. It'll tell you the flowering time. It'll tell you what type of lights are the best type mm -hmm. of lights to grow this strain or that strain. Um, yeah. It's actually, I went on a couple of seed websites, uh, like last night or whatever. And it was really interesting to me to see the amount of information that is given regarding growing your seed. And I think it's really great, honestly, because most of the time people would just assume that all light, etc., is going to be perfect when really, you know, sometimes somebody needs a timer, other times they don't, you know, the amount of time. Different types of light for different parts of the different cycle. Different types of soil. If you have if the you're doing soil. capability to do all that, if you have... You know, the, the ability to use different types of lights. Some lights you can even switch. Mm -hmm. You know, they're combo lights. So they have one, what, frequency? Uh, spectrum. I've never... My mother was the grow light user, not spectrum, me. Spectrum, I think, right? I think it is spectrum. Like ultraviolet versus infrared. Those yeah, are different yeah, yeah. spectrums are different of different light, spectrums. right? So some bulbs will have... Like a, a 200, I'm just making, don't, please don't write <laughs> Scott, us. And, just I'm shooting from the you. hip here, folks. <laughs> but it'll have like a 400 watt fucking UV light yeah. and then a, you know, 600 watt uh, LED light. Right. In the same housing. And you can either use them both or use them separately at different times or what have you. 
Yeah, it's been a long time since I've... <laughs> that, and that's what I'm going to be doing. You know, just Figuring like it you, out. Just like you just said, I'm going to be... Picking the space in the house and figuring out how much space I want to dedicate Mm -hmm. and what the first few strains are going to be. And yeah, getting it all together. Yeah, because it is it's going to take some homework. Ready to rock. But I would like to have a successful first girl. Absolutely. I believe that we shall. I believe that, too. Um, yeah, I, I wonder if there will be companies and I, uh, cannot tell a lie. I've had the thought to potentially get into this business myself, um, that are going to help people set up grows, yeah. you know, uh, to me, that would be well worth the money to Absolutely. kick out a couple hundred bucks. Um, or even depending on what we end up being allowed to grow a couple thousand dollars mm-hmm. um if it's going to be you know a professional and permanent addition to the home um to have a specific area that's properly ventilated properly right. dehumidified or rehumidified climate controlled you know uh, there's a lot pest a lot. protected um all that good shit because yeah you got to you you must have the right conditions for optimal bud production, uh, production and uh, <laughs> preservation. Yeah. Um, in order to, you know, really continue to... Look, we've all been spoiled, right? Even the oh companies that people want to talk shit about uh, generally produce pretty good bud here in Maryland. There's yeah. really not a whole lot of just terrible trash weed. Um, it's true. You're absolutely correct. Like, I can't think of the last time that I bought something that was, A, more than $35 an eighth, and B, trash. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're also educated enough to dodge the pitfalls of the uh, an improperly grown bud. Absolutely. But to me, it's just, it's just like wine. It's just like beer. There is a place... For that Michelob Ultra, there is a place <laughs> for Schlitz. right uh, hams. Hams. I've been spending time out in Ohio, and hams is a thing out there, and it makes me very happy to yep. order a hams in a bar. Iron City Light. Uh, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> no offense, Pittsburghers. Uh, you're going to get me in trouble with my girlfriend. That's uh, hysterical. But... I love it. <laughs> Uh, not, not, never been a fan of the Iron City. I'm sorry. The place I has won me over. I'm, I'm a fan of Pittsburgh overall. Uh, just not that. It's a fun city. Just not that beer. Um, I prefer Philly, just like I know you do. Oh, for sure. Um, but anyway, uh, we we digress. Um, there, there's a time and a place for all of it, and. You know, we talked about how few people are walking in saying I've never smoked weed before. Well, guess what? Those people that do walk in saying I've never smoked weed before, a strain that's 14% THC with less than a percent of terps is a great starter strain. For sure. Um, And I believe, are we getting THC caps? uh, I would, so... I would assume. As far as I have seen, and I've read it in various stages... Yeah, same. All the way up to it being passed, um, I have not seen that that is defined yet. Okay. There's a lot of speculation, if you read these Facebook groups where everybody wants to act <laughs> like they know everything. Lots of people are saying, 
um, that there's going to be a cap or that there probably will be a cap. There probably will be. Especially on edibles. I'm sure there will Look, be a cap. I know California isn't the best example because mm-hmm. they've had their program for a long time, mm-hmm. but there was no cap on anything I bought. I mean, oh, dude, right immediately because I told him that I was an industry veteran and, you know, right. educated cannabis consumer. He immediately grabbed a pack of 30 percenters uh, pre-rolls and tried Seriously? to get them. Yeah. Like, wow. Well, you know. I mean, If somebody tells me they've been a bartender, I might be more likely to mix them a, a spirit-forward cocktail. than sure, to, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of get where he was going with it, but I made it very clear that, A, I was going to be sharing product with my girlfriend, who is... Half my size, <laughs> literally <laughs> um, half my size. So obviously we're not looking for the same, you know, exactly. my and day, I mean, my daytime T. Well, even compared to you, my geez. daytime THC level compared to your daytime THC level is much higher. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't rock the 30% and above very often. Um, but I will go high twenties pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas I don't like to smoke anything above 24%. Right. Generally. Right. Which I'm smoking a 29%er right now. We should talk about <laughs> the stuff that we're smoking. Uh, we decided to do some, some mini pseudo reviews. Yeah, just a little something we had laying around. <laughs> well, that's a lie because that this is, is the first time that I went to the dispensary <laughs> in a long time. Um, I went once when I realized that my card was expired and renewed it. Oh, no. Um, and, uh, yeah, went and got some pre-rolls and a bag of some great uh, watermelon something or another. Watermelon sour shake. Ooh. Stuff was stupid good. It was $10 an eighth um at at a dispensary how does that smell it smelled exactly like like it sour watermelon it smelled like like a watermelon warhead wow is what it smelled like it was phenomenal i saw it on the online menu and at first i didn't notice the shake i just saw ten dollar eighth and (laughs) the former dispensary employee in me was like that's got to be a mistake you can't order it Right. You know, because you can't be that person that's like, uh, actually, the website said. <laughs> uh, because you know we got those people. Oh. We got those people that knew it wasn't the right price. All the live long day. Knew that they were clicking on it, like, in the second before we caught it and fixed it. And were determined to get over, hey, fuck a corporate cannabis, don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> get it, over on them all day. I don't give a shit. Just makes a Bud Tunder's life but, that much more difficult. <laughs> right. But, well, and if you're getting a, a $10 eighth of some great shit, like, toss five bucks to your Bud Tender for, if yes. they're the one that hipped you to it. You know, yeah. I just happened to stumble across it on this website. Um, and I asked the Bud Tender about it, and she was like, it's great. She was like, I love it. She was like, I roll blunts, and it's fantastic. <laughs> I, love I was that. like, how shaky is it? She was like, it's shake. She's like, but it's nice. But it's good. You know, the Terps were crazy. The Terps were like, I want to say like 2.3% or something. It was, it That's was wild. really good. Um, was it Nature's Heritage, maybe? I've heard they've been putting out some pretty good products. I don't like... remember. I think it might have been Nature's Heritage or Liberty. Um, it was a Liberty dispensary. It was Maggie's that I got oh, it right from. Um, but yeah, anyway. But yeah, I, uh, I went... 
and got a little excited about Spritzer the other day. <laughs> I saw you like the picture on Facebook. Oh my god. And I saw the picture too. The bud looked absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. So I am not gorgeous. surprised that you went and bought some. I was out getting a haircut the other day and the dispensary across the street from where I was getting my haircut had it for like $26. Nice. The tar profile looks great. Two... Was it 2.5%? 2.05% total terps. How did the buds look on it? Was it... Buds are gorgeous. Yeah. Um, purple, dark green. That's what struck me. was purple and super frosty, too. Mm-hmm. Very frosty. Um, and lots of little orange hairs. Um, orange on purple in bud gets me every time. Whether it's, it's forbidden like, fruit, whether it's obeah, whether it's <laughs> like an ice cream cake or whatever... What's the um, parentage on it? Uh, parentage is runts, grape pie, and miracle alien cookies. So, she should be a little bit more into cleaning than she is. Okay. <laughs> she makes me feel very chatty, and apparently I'm going through puberty again. My voice is changing. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I feel like this should be a total knockout. I feel relaxed, happy, super chill. There's a lot. I mean, 0. 0.46 on the, oh, that's limonene, but 0. 0.39 on the linalol. I saw that. This should be way more of a sleeper than it is right now. I don't, but I don't ever think of linalol as linalol in combination with mercine that's a knockout is sleepy time for me but just mm-hmm. linalol on its own under 0.6 which right. normally you're not going to see it above right. 0.6 anyway unfortunately um is just mellow for me it, it's yeah. just floaty loosey-goosey relaxy yeah. i feel like i could just hang out at a party with this and like you know drink a i don't know a little glass of champagne or have an Aperol spritz it's very fruity um it has that fragrance of it's very sour smelling to me and it has that like overripe fruit like obeas and forbidden fruits like we talked about um and also that like slight garlicky feet smell see I that- <laughs> I didn't get that funkiness from it personally. She's when funky. when I put my nose in there, I got that fruit. I definitely got like that sour more than funky for me. When I was out, um, when I had her open this morning and I was taking po- photographs of her, she was, it was like, it was thick funk in the air and not mad about it. Um, totally into it. It's been really really great for daytime relaxation no anxiety you know with the change in daylight that we're back on standard time now and (sighs) i had misread somewhere that once we sprung forward we were done but that is not the case the 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 senate passed it unanimously Um. But of course, the fucking house, which is going to be even more of a fucking house now, um, can't agree on it. Yeah. So 
no, we're still stuck dealing with this shit. I yeah. thought that in 2023 we were done with it once we sprang. But no. No. We're going to spring and then we're going to fall back and then we're going to sprung and then we're going to... Whatever. But yeah, so now that it's like dark at 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, a little bit of an uplifting smoke is definitely more appreciated. <laughs> For sure. Keep those winter blues at bay. Yes. And what are you smoking on over there? So I picked up, uh, perhaps surprisingly, if you know me personally and have heard me talk about the Cookies brand before. I am shocked. Uh, shocked and shocked, appalled. I say that you actually went and bought some cookies. Yeah. I'm um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, uh, we, you know, we don't get to... We don't like to get too political here on the show, but um, the the previous primary grower, because I guess they're still growing some of it, um, because the menu at the place where I went and picked this up, which, shout out to Relief, I got a really good deal on two packages of cookies and, uh, and a couple of edibles. Um, always pay attention to your deals at all of the dispensaries, folks. I only shop deals at this point. It's uh, ridiculous. well, that's exactly what I did here. You yeah. know, I decided that I was going to pick up some, because we do, I do, uh, I shouldn't speak for you, but I think it's fair to say that you like sun meds, generally speaking yeah, as well. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I was excited when the cookies license switched at least partially um over to sun meds are they mixed light or indoor uh they're they should both be mixed light i think um, if they're mixed light then they come from sun med if they're indoor or outdoor they come from culta i right. think that's the stitch uh yeah i don't which is still just weird to me but um yeah mixed light and mixed light yeah so i think those are both sun meds which that's, everything that sun med does is medicine grown from the sun but they also have lights obviously as well you know if you're going to have a commercial have facility sunshine. right you yeah. have to be able to control the you know as we talked about the the flowering cycles mm -hmm. when we were talking about growing before you have to be able to control um the amount of and type of light that plants are getting and different companies have different ways of Absolutely. growing you know they use different types of light uh anyway point being sunmed is now growing some of the cookies flower um as i mentioned uh just a moment ago when i got my um certification renewed i had gone to maggie's and picked up some um pre-rolls i got the apples and bananas because that was a strain i had always heard good things about and uh it was great uh that was definitely the high test that i picked up right that trip so i picked up that i picked up some uh bernie hana butter pre-rolls i picked up some grow west like neapolitan spirit Space cowboy or something like that. I think I that. saw that on a menu and was like, that's... I don't know. I'm a sucker for names. Yep. My family's from Naples. <laughs> that means Neapolitan. Um, anyway, Napolitan, uh, I should say. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. Went to uh, Relief because they had a deal on a couple of eighths. Uh, Gary Payton is a strain that I've always wanted to try, but didn't want to try it when it was being grown by the other guys. Um, the only Gary I've ever had is the snow gloves from Verano right, is right. supposedly Gary. A, a Gary Fino. 
Um, supposedly. Um, But I've never had actual Gary. I haven't opened the package yet, but I'm going to go ahead and do that now. I will say that that Bernie Hanna butter is quite delicious and probably delivered to me when I had it, God, like about a month or so ago. Um, A super, super stony stone. So she actually gave me the wrong... Either either the website was incorrect mm-hmm. or she gave me the wrong batch. Um, I thought I was getting one that had almost two percent terps. This is this one is actually um, just over one percent terps, which you know is generally too low for me. Yes, <laughs> um, I'm I'm typically looking for like one point four percent at least, but generally right. shooting for like one point eight upwards of two. You know. Um, because if I'm going to pay dispensary prices, <laughs> I feel like I should be getting specific medicine that Absolutely. I'm going to be using for this thing or that thing. Um, this cookies package is defeating it's, me right it's now. It's a nightmare right now. I, I think it is childproof. <laughs> Certainly um, Scott-proof. But yeah, the Bernie Hanna <laughs> smells and tastes exactly like the pre-roll I had picked up did. Basically, very reminiscent of like gelato or ice cream cake mm-hmm. uh i'm sorry i did not look up the genetics on these guys so i will have to um unless you want to do that now i can i can do that while you're wrestling with that sure I yeah I, can, well, I, I, finally, I, can. I finally got it oh gary smells funky is gary funky i had gary not too long ago i yeah. just don't remember anything about gary so i just Assumed that he was less than impressive to me. <laughs> I gotta say, the buds in this pack are a little smooshed. Like, maybe they packed too many in the box. Uh, so, Bernie Hanna... Bernie Hanna. Bernie Hanna Butter. <laughs> um, is Jet Fuel Gelato crossed with guava, crossed with blue cookies and Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> Cannabis industry loves their Z's. They sure do. Skittles. <laughs> Runs. <laughs> How's it smelling? Mm. You know, it's got kind of like a... Like a baking spice kind of. Yeah. I have noticed... Like a little biscuity. It is a little biscuity. Fluffy buds. Oh, those are beautiful. Other than being a little bit, a little bit squooshed, they were a little bit squooshed together. I feel like most there. of my buds have been kind of squooshed lately. Well, not the not the Bernie Hanna. The Bernie Hanna is fluffy as fuck. Yeah, that's um, a and it was three beautiful big buds, and then one tiny little piece. This Gary is more like six little medium sized buds in here, um, but super crystally, super pungent. Was what you always want from cookies, as far as I'm concerned. Like it's I like so. all of the customers that would come in. You know, I don't even care. I don't like it's got to taste. Does it taste good? You know, and, <laughs> and look, Georgia pie is going to taste good. Cereal yeah. milk's going to taste good. Pink runs. Pink runs. Yeah, Hot all shit, the runs. So I yeah, White I've yet runs. to have. Um, I've yet to tropical runs is one of uh, my girlfriend's favorites. Um, I've yet to have any runs strain, gelato runs. Yeah. I had some of that. That, that was some good delicious. shit. Um, but yeah, this Bernie, like I said, a little bit lower on the Terps, 1% overall, so not too high on anything. 0.3 on the carry, 
0.25 on the Mercy, 0.16 on the Limo, 0.13 on the Luna, um, and then you get down below um, 0.1 for Humaline, Pinene. Um, oh my! Yeah, Maribel, <laughs> etc. Um, so not not too much in the way of Terps, but still smells great, still tastes great. Yeah, nice, well-rounded high, good for daytime. Um, at least for me at 22%. Uh, so not too strong, but strong enough that you're going to feel it if you've got a decent tolerance. Um, I yeah. think recently the only cookie strain that I have had, because I've been getting them super cheap. Yay deals. Shop those deals. <laughs> um, was Blood Moon. And it felt like I was smoking, and some of you out there may like this. It felt like I was smoking uh, like... A whole bag of nutmeg it was awful i haven't seen it yet where the terps were interesting to me yeah. anyway so i haven't been I don't even inspired to try like. it um but yeah that one uh what's the other i actually the terps were good on um what the hell is it called it's it's kind of an obnoxious name like the greatest high of all time or all time high all time high that sounds right. Maybe it's all time high. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was kind of an obnoxious name for whatever reason. Uh, but the Terps were really good on that, like 2.4%, but it was mini buds and it was a quarter ounce, which I a quarter ounce is like right at my limit for yeah. uh, something I haven't tried. Um, and I, you know, I would probably like it, but yeah, I don't know. On the off chance that it was an experience exactly. like that. I don't want to be stuck with seven yeah. grams of it. I was not happy with that. Now, once we're in an adult use market, <laughs> then you can turn exactly. around and give that to somebody else. Because gifting will be legal. Right. Can't sell it, but you can gift it. Right. Which I think is pretty bitching. Yeah. I'm here for it. I just want to be able to pass a joint without feeling oh like a God. criminal. Right? Wouldn't it be nice if we could review the same strain and just pass a blunt back and forth or a joint back and forth? Or a or pipe or the a The Empress bong. back and forth? Yeah. Right. <laughs> She's sitting there waiting to be used. One of these days, we're going to play some games and just smoke bong hits. <laughs> here, here. I mean, look, we've come a long way. Uh, like you said, it's seven short months, relatively speaking. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for people in some of these other states where it got shot down, they got a lot longer than seven months to wait until they can try again, unfortunately. I'm telling you. Um, I just figured, and they were, it wasn't like, it was majorly shot down. It wasn't by like, you know, 20%. Yeah. It was a large margin. Yeah. And I wonder if it's. You know, we talked about this before we we started recording. It was it because there was no expungement on any of those, right? Yeah, you were smart to point out mm-hmm. um, that there was no you know equity aspect. Exactly. And, and I look once upon a time I shared that view that if it didn't go far enough, it wasn't necessarily going to get my vote uh, as a third party supporter. <laughs> I am no stranger to um, sitting things out or voting my morals, even knowing that, you know, something is unlikely to pass or my not participating in something means that it's not likely to pass. Um, So I get that if that were the case. Um, But in my experience, most people in the cannabis space 
are of the opinion that if the ball is moving forward in any way, whether it's, you know, getting medical approved, even if it's just THC pills, you know, even if it's just a state like Ohio where you're not supposed to combust your cannabis, you know, you're supposed to vaporize everything or you're supposed to turn it into tinctures or what have you. You're not allowed to buy pre-rolls and you're not allowed to talk to your bud tender about bongs or, you know, and that's, (laughs) it's not the only state. I met somebody recently, um, from somewhere else where it was the same thing where they said they're, they're not allowed to have pre-rolls and they're not allowed to have edibles. Um, yeah, I feel like edibles, that's just such a giant part of the market anywhere why would you force people to inhale even if it's just vapor uh some people just don't want to burn something or i mean a few i guess it was over the summer while while you were away uh one of my friends was over she has really bad asthma right and i was cooking dinner and i was like do you mind and she's like you know with a joint in my hand and she's like well i would rather you not and it 110 percent triggered her asthma so you know even with a door open sure so i get why you know combusting is not great for people and being in the same space but also i don't know i just feel like edibles need to be more accessible and more better explained to people because i still feel like there's a giant stigma behind edibles and oh it's gonna fuck me up oh it's gonna make me crazy it's again reefer madness or people who say, oh, they don't work for me because they tried some fucking brownies they had at a party where somebody didn't know anything about decarbing <laughs> and just decarb. baked a half ounce yeah. of fucking shitty brickweed into their brownie mix, you know. <laughs> I've totally done that. Uh, I think, <laughs> think we all have. And I say we all, and I mean people over 40. Um, because really, you youngins should know better. You've had the internets. Uh, you've been able to hop on the information superhighway and figure it the fuck out. And holy shit, the machines that do it for you. Right, that too. <laughs> yeah, Levos and Magic Butters. Ardens. Ardens and all that shit. You got your T-checks so you can yeah. measure your THCs. The we're information gonna, is available, which is amazing. We're going to have to get get Miranda to do that. Live on air. Yeah. As Miranda makes a marijuana <laughs> concentrate, infusing some butters, and then we check out the uh, the numbers on it. I'm into it. I'm here for it. I'll do it. So, yeah. Why the hell not? For science. Science. And for stonage. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of edibles, there are a bunch of new edibles in the market. Um, I picked up some stuff from, uh, kind industries who are now making edibles for the Maryland market. Um, the aforementioned bake goods that we were talking about. What is, was it a delicious brownie? Is it a brownie? It is not a brownie. It it is a Bubby's baked snickerdoodle bite. Ooh. Right. That's, um... I I saw them on the menu. I saw that they were on sale. Again, shop your deals. Um, and I asked her if she had any recommendations. I would give her name if I remembered it because her service was excellent. That's awesome. Um, the most important part is I did tip her well because everything was on sale. 
But yeah, she said, Snickerdoodles, oh my god, they're so good. <laughs> and she was not lying. I had one earlier because it's raining in Baltimore. Shout out to the Counting Crows. <laughs> and um, wow. people were driving like idiots. And I needed to chill the fuck out because I wanted to punch people in their faces, in their imaginary car faces. And Bubby's Baked helped me work it out. Um, but in addition Bubby's. to that Bubby's Baked, I also took an in-house wild berry gummy, uh, which I was super stoked to see because they are five to one. You know, I love my ratio products, and I'm generally a proponent of the two to ones um, because I find that they give a great amount of... Stress and anxiety relief, Absolutely. along with pain relief, along with uh, mild intoxication. Um, <laughs> so a little bit of all the things that I want for my cannabinoids. And they're five milligrams. No, so they're ten. No, yeah, they are. So the entire package is um, five hundred milligrams of CBD to a hundred milligrams of THC, meaning that each individual piece is 50 milligrams of CBD oh, to shit. 10 milligrams of THC. That's bitchin'. Which, for my tolerance, is... Perfect. Mwah, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> that, you know, because at two to one, a lot of times I eat two. Yeah. Um, because I want roughly 40 to 50 milligrams of CBD and 10 to... or 5 to 20 milligrams of THC. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this little... Combo of Bernie Hanna butter and Bubby's baked and in-house. Look, kids, don't try this at home. I am a trained professional. I've been using cannabinoids for a long, long time. Um, and yeah, you know, 20 milligrams of THC and 50 milligrams of CBD underneath of smoking. Probably a lot for Look. some people. But for me today, it has me feeling great. Also a trained professional here. That is way too much for me. (laughs) Everybody's Um, body is different. Way different. It's so funny because I have been doing dabs more recently. Oh. Because um, my pain levels have just been stupid. My nerve pain is out of control. Um, So, and I don't do them like all day long, but I'll like do a dab in the morning, do a dab in the evening. Sure. Let me tell you, when I take my gummy, my 10 milligram sleep, go good, go good night, Miranda gummy, I am lit (laughs) from taking that dab and taking that gummy. It's insane. It's almost as if when there's a entourage of cannabinoids present in your body, your body enjoys it a great deal. And is able to find levels of rest and relaxation and relief that were otherwise unachievable via only one method at a time. Right? Amazing. Yeah. That's why all of these states, all of these markets need to lighten the fuck up and loosen the fuck up and allow people to medicate in the way they see fit and the way that their body reacts most positively to Absolutely, because even though, you know, if you're not a medical patient and you're super looking forward to adult use, all cannabis is medical cannabis, period. Amen. We've said it before. We will say it again. Uh, Whether you know (laughs) that you're, (laughs) you know, because a lot of times we don't want to think about 
uh, having anxiety, you know, as a condition. Sure. My, my buddy uh, Brendan uh, makes a, a lovely argument that we shouldn't talk about people having anxiety. We should talk about people experiencing anxious moments. Because, oh, that's nice. Because it doesn't define you as a person. It's a whole thing. But anyway, the, the point being... Um, if you know, oh well, I don't use it medicinally. I just use it to chill out. Well, that's who, using it medicinally. Wait a minute, what are you chilling out from? Like, <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, it's cool, folks. Like, you don't just because you you use the word medicine doesn't mean there's something wrong, quote unquote, with you. Right. Um, medicine just means that it has well. I don't fucking know the the dictionary definition I mean, of medicine. Was medicine at what, one point? Uh, I still would argue that it is um, yeah. when, when used correctly. There are definitely different uh, spirits that have different effects, um, yes. dependent upon the um, herbs and uh, I mean, processes. I'm, and I'm one of those people who can't take cough syrup, okay, because I'm allergic to whatever ingredient in there. Sure. So I drink Jägermeister when I'm sick. Okay. Yeah. Gets that cough gone. Amen. Breaks it up. I <laughs> I, I use cannabis as an expectorant. Yeah. Not, not to be gross, not to be no. weird, but... High pinene, um, especially. Uh, there's something else that's a decongestant as well. Uh, pinene will make you cough. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I want to say, uh, don't quote me, but humulin maybe is a decongestant as well. Cause pinene is a bronchial dilator, right? Right. Opens up the lungs, loosens up that shit, makes it more likely that it's going to come up when you cough. Right. I believe it's humulin. Okay. I think, uh, it's been a minute. Um, and I am going back and retaking a lot of my, I have been to Trichome Academy courses um, as I consider possibly re-entering the uh, corporate cannabis world. Um, Godspeed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But see anyway, uh, point being, I yes, there's another terp that specifically opens you up uh, right sinus wise, uh, not lung wise. And I want to say it's humulene. That makes sense. I want to say. Uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, so whether you know it or not, it's medicine. I don't understand. I saw a lot of people that were like, I'm voting against, I shouldn't say a lot of people. I saw a few people that said I'm voting against adult use because, you know, it's just going to drive up the prices. No, it's not. It shouldn't have any effect. If anything, if the people that are growing your medical cannabis also decide to grow adult use cannabis, which let's face it, most of them will, mm-hmm. uh, if they haven't already explicitly said so, uh, we know, you know, when we took the tour at SunMed, they were ready. They were, yeah, right on. <laughs> like, make sure get out the vote. They're yes. ready to grow more plants and sell more cannabis. Um, they are excited for it. And I would imagine that most growers feel I the same believe. way. I mean, that's there just are, of course, a few profit. very notable growers who went out of their way to fight uh, things like adult use and home grow. But whatever, home grow. that shit's in the past and they lost and we won and nanny nanny boo boo. And we're going to write our legislators. Stick your plants in <laughs> guava doo doo guano. Um, <laughs> guava doo doo. Yeah. I mean, those bats probably eat guava. Anyway. <laughs> The point being, um, we won, 
Uh, we're going to get way more variety of plants. Yeah. Um, we're going to get, because, you know, you'll be able to do both. Yeah. You'll be able to purchase medicinally and also recreationally. I'm so excited about the beverage market. Uh, yeah. Like I said, <laughs> I, you know, I don't love corporate cannabis. I don't love Big Brother coming in to monopolize shit. Um, but when I saw that Pabst label, we had to try them. I was like, a bartender for 20 years. I've got yeah. to know. I've been waiting for that product for all of my adult life. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, I get it. Like, I had to try it. I feel like you would have felt the same Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Right? You know? But, like, my only issue is, like, all of the medical drinks that we have are so loaded with sugar. Well, these... they're just, like, these were not syrup. These were not. These were not syrupy at all. They were not medicinal at all. The flavor of cannabis was not overwhelming. I think part of that was the effervescence of the bubbles. But it wasn't um, too bu- bubbly. Uh, no, it was not for me. And Perfect. I and that is a thing that I am sensitive to. Um, not all times. Like sometimes I do want something that's like hypercarbonated, but mm-hmm. generally not. I don't want something that's aggressively like. <laughs> fucking assaulting my nose while i'm trying to drink it like i have to hurry up and take a big swig before the bubbles can get me um no they were good they tasted good they were in fact a little too effective for my girlfriend and i think that's important were they five milligram or ten milligram uh they were ten okay Uh, i want to say they were ten and um yeah something to note which we've mentioned before when we've talked about the dixie's elixirs um, I also bought another drink when I was out there. I posted a picture of it. I remember seeing it. Yeah, to Insta. I don't remember the name of the brand offhand. Maybe I'll do like a California yeah. wrap up because I did like take pictures of most of those brands so I could remember and write about them, you know, in the future if I wanted to. So maybe I'll do that for the, uh, for the blog, do a little California experience from Absolutely. a, a non resident. Um, yeah, one of the packages you would have loved, um, it's a cardboard box, sustainably packaged. Already on board. It's got a package of wooden matches up at the top. So like when you slide it up, it's a magnetic closure that comes down. Love that. So you flip that up and then you like slide the box up, little wooden matches at the top, and then 10 little like dog walker .35s. I figured perfect for That's the wedding. That's so cute. You know, you could just light it up, yeah. take two or three puffs, pass it to somebody else who takes two or three puffs, and it's gone. You know, like perfect for an environment where shit's illegal. <laughs> um, they were but excellent. Also, speaking of which, once this does become legal, um, recreational recreational adult use cannabis in Maryland, you will still not be able to smoke outside. You're still going to have to keep it in your home. Wah, 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 Again, wah. write your legislators. Well, there's nothing we're going to do about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's... look, people be respectful. I mean, that's one of the biggest complaints that I see from people that otherwise give zero fucks about whether cannabis is legal or not. They don't have a moral position on it. They are fine with the tax dollars. Yeah. They don't think it's reefer madness, you know, going to drive you to worshiping right. Satan or chopping off people's <laughs> heads or your own private parts or whatever. Um, but a lot of people say, you know what? I just think it fucking stinks. I don't like the smell yeah, of it. I have friends like that. I already smell it too much when I'm driving my car or when I'm walking down the street. And 
I gotta say, the last time I was in Colorado, it was noticeable that the smell is everywhere in Colorado. The same with the last time I was in D.C., which was just a couple of weeks ago. I was like, my goodness. Really? I've yeah. not I've not noticed that in D.C. New York is a place where certain boroughs, I've definitely had the experience where every oh, yeah. other block I'm yeah, walking yeah, yeah. past somebody who's smoking a blunt. Um, and look, I don't give too much of a fuck, but my point is, if I'm noticing it, then people who don't smoke are right. way more likely to notice it and way more likely to give a fuck. Yeah. So be respectful, people. You know, we, we all want to be able to more freely enjoy this plant uh, and the benefits that we get from it. But at the same time, we, you know, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be able to drink a beer in public. I'm not saying we shouldn't be able to smoke a joint in public. But... But if there's a father and his two kids walking down the street, you know, or just that father, fuck the kids. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> just to be clear, do not fuck your kids. Do not fuck anyone else's kids. We're against pederasty uh, wholeheartedly. Um, the point is, be respectful of other people who may or may not enjoy cannabis because they may not want to enjoy your cannabis. Right. <laughs> Where they are in public, it might not have anything to do with how they feel about cannabis generally. They right. might just feel like you're inappropriately using cannabis in public. But, oh, to be able to pass a joint again. Yeah. <sighs> that shit's exciting. I'm excited about that. That shit's exciting. So, pay attention to how the laws have changed in your area. Uh, pay attention to how the laws are being crafted in between... Um, getting voted generally yes, like they have here in Maryland. And when they actually go into effect, right? The work is not done. People uh, contact your local legislature um, and let them know that you want equity to be involved, that you want uh, cottage industry to be allowed, that you want diversity in the ownership and the awarding of licenses um, more plants that you want to be able to grow more plants at home yeah. that you want to be able to own guns and use cannabis legally at the same time well not at the same time I didn't say use guns <laughs> and use cannabis okay. I said own guns <laughs> and use cannabis that works for me look if you've got enough look. land I don't give a shit what you do I'm just saying I think we should be able to own guns Yes. I'm not even a gun nut. And I'm like, Where, why can't I own a gun? It's just ridiculous. Yeah. All of it's ridiculous. So, they yeah. should, there don't need to be special tests to detect how high some... All these laws already exist for driving yep. under the influence. It's it's not a thing. Don't... I don't know what they told you down there in the Dakotas. Up there? Over there. <laughs> over there. I don't over know what they told up. you over there in the Dakotas <laughs> and down there in Arkansas. You guys love your meth so much that you're... Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I know. Look, I know. <laughs> I've driven through Arkansas a bunch of times on my way to Texas. Me too. And you can keep your windows up, I tell you, because you don't want to smell when you drive past one of those meth labs. It's, it's a thing. No, it's awful. It's a thing. It's It's something to behold. Bravo, Maryland. Bravo. Missouri. Missouri. Uh, Keep it going. Yeah. Especially Bravo, Missouri. Yes. I am 
I am jealous and I am inspired by your girl laws and I'm going to try to make sure we get the same holy shit. <laughs> you need a fidget spinner over there. That, that we get the uh, <laughs> we get the same damn thing here in Maryland because we should we should have more than two plants. That's ridiculous. Yep. More equality, more than two plants. Start writing. You don't have to talk to anybody. All you have to do is send an email. Sign and you can an, find out who your legislator is online. Sign a sternly worded letter. Yep. Um, yeah. So check out the blog for our thoughts on uh, these lovely strains of cannabis and these new cannabis products that we've tried recently. And your trip to California. We'll give you folks some information on that. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you some point in the near future. I think we're going to go to once a month now. That's that's the, the that's... general idea. We'll see what we've got to talk about or who we've got to talk to. Exactly. Um, Formats are going to be a little bit more loosey-goosey Yeah, uh, just as we are uh, <laughs> But yeah, you know, we're still interested in comments, questions, concerns For sure uh, We certainly still appreciate any and all feedback um, To those of you who may have gone back and listened to past episodes Or uh, rocked out to our playlist or what have you um, yeah, thanks. We still, you know, are, are we still here appreciate you <laughs> to, uh, yeah, to educate and converse and commune, uh, with all of our fellow friends in cannabis, uh, around the world. Uh, I will see whomever at the Maryland leaf party, which is on December 4th, I think at Overhill's mansion. I'll be there hanging out. So come get a sticker. There you go. Maybe, Say hi. Maybe I'll come hang out with you. That would be I didn't fun. even know that was a thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as I know, I'm in town that weekend. Um, yeah. Otherwise, we'll see you on the wild world of the web at um, Your Cannabis Coach. And Our Lady of Mary Jane. We'll see you next time with Here. new surprises. Yeah on the heady conversations be well to yourselves and each other